This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Free Kicks is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine OPI show. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, we talked to legendary television personality Bill Curtis. Can I guess what people ask you about the most? Anchorman. I knew it. I knew it. You're like this distinguished newsman with a 50-year career of excellence, and people are like, hey, remember that wacky movie that you were in? And I was scared that I had thrown it all away. Your appearance on our podcast is already (laughs) your career. (laughs) Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Seems almost unfair that you get both of us for the price of one, but you do. You get both. The the big <laughs> the big cheese, Adam Howarth and and me. Big it, cheese. I don't, yeah. I don't know about a big cheese. You should have that on your business cards. Wouldn't that look cool? Adam Howarth, big cheese. <laughs> Illinois Youth Soccer. All right. So we have lots of stuff to talk about today because uh, the Premier League is, which is, by the way, all I'm watching. I'm not watching yeah. anything else. There's nothing else on TV. Uh, there's nothing else going on. Uh, and I have my days free, so I can just sit here and watch all day. And uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been been watching all the time. So let's uh, find out what's happening on the pitch. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? All right, so last week we talked about the relegation zone, and that's starting to uh, firm up a little bit. It's looking bad for uh, Aston Villa, uh, Bournemouth, and Norwich um, heading into the last couple of weeks of the season. So let's talk about the top of the league because yep. it suddenly got really interesting this week big Certainly news did. right yeah definitely yeah so i mean obviously the the financial fair play man city so obviously now that's kind of eliminated the possibility of the fifth place team jumping into a top four right so man city, man city had the ban revoked yeah so it's basically solidified their 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 decision to be able to play. So they're now automatically, they're going to be the runners-up. So they're automatically in the Champions League. Um, And they're still in the Champions League as well. Obviously, that's still going on. So they're still in that. Uh, But yeah, they found a way to get around this. Not sure how. (laughs) Uh, Well, I heard they paid a 10 million million pound fine. That's right. um, Which is, you know, a nice way of greasing the skids. Yeah. Yeah, and you knew yeah, it would come down to that at some point. Yeah, and and really, I mean, when you look at it, the t- the two teams that probably are the ones in the ones dealing with this financial fair play issue is PSG and Man City because right. they're the ones with the most money. Right. So obviously, everybody's complaining it's not fair because they have the most money. Right. Okay, making it makes sense. Um, so, but you know, they're able to get you know they got got through this. You know, they were able to tell uh, the Financial Fair Play Committee that uh, they had not done anything in terms of wrongdoing and there wasn't basically enough evidence to commit them. So they got out of it. 
They're guaranteed a spot in Europe, which is going to keep everybody there. It's going to keep probably Pep there for at least for another year. And we'll see. Yeah, well, so it it changes things because we were talking about a top five because we were figuring that the top five would qualify for uh, the Premier League because Man City would not. Um, But now it's back to four again, and now you've got a heck of a race. Let's go over some of the teams that are still in the running. Well, obviously Liverpool, they're uh, already declared champions. They're 20-plus up on uh, Man City. The only remaining drama that they have is uh, do they set the record for most wins and most points? Mm. And I, I have a feeling they're not going to. Yeah, they've got they got nine points left, right? So you've got right. ninety three. They have to so they, they have to finish. They have to win them all. Yeah, yeah. Hundred and two points to to be the the true best ever in terms of points and everything else, but. Regardless or not, you know, still, still nice to win the win the league with six games left. Well, that's true. I mean, it, don't don't get me wrong; it was still a fantastic season. But they they have to beat Arsenal, Chelsea, and Newcastle in their last three games to yeah. uh, to set that record. Of course, they can beat all of those teams. They've beaten them all before. However, mm-hmm. th- it seems like they're just kind of playing out the string. Uh, yeah, having watched them the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they, they've been dealing with a few injuries. I know Jordan Henderson went down, so yep. he's done for the season. That's a couple a big other loss. players. Yeah, it's a big loss. So they've been rotating a fair bit, which makes sense. Um, so we'll see how they go, you know, how it goes to go through with those final three games. But, yeah, they're right. still still the champions. And Man City, uh, they've obviously qualified now too because they, they have mm-hmm. the most points of all the other teams. Um, and they're uh, – their last few games are not that tough. I mean, they're playing Arsenal, Watford, Norwich. Um, you know, they can beat, they can win all of those games. Of course, yeah, sure. they, they're unpredictable. I can't believe I watched this team a lot this year. I cannot mm-hmm. believe they've lost nine games. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I saw that statistic as well. It's it's absolutely amazing that. And the, the the funny thing is, their goal differential is actually better than Liverpool. I so know. They've actually, so when they win, they win extremely well. You know, five nothing victory here, four nothing, but then they'll lose. You know, to Southampton, or yeah. they'll lose to, you know, a Watford or whoever. So it's yeah, it's so up and down. They they lost to Norwich this year. Exactly. Well, they that tells you something. They either win big or they lose big. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, you know. So that's the tough thing. So, again, for all you teams that are complaining about uh, Man City having all the money, they still didn't win the title. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just the money, although it does help a lot. <laughs> although they could still win three trophies. They could. Because they, yeah. they've, they've already won the League Cup. Yeah. Uh, they're still in the FA Cup, and they're still in the Champions League. So could still be a pretty good year. Yeah, and I think next week we uh, tackle the Champions League uh, draw because mm-hmm. – it's going to be tough for them to win that now, but uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. Chelsea, uh, they have somehow managed at this taping to uh, cling with the, <laughs> the tips of their fingertips to third place, uh, despite a, a pretty bad loss to Sheffield. Yeah, I was. It was a bit of a shocker. I'll be honest with you. Didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. Um, and again, they have the three games left. Now they play this weekend against Manchester United in the FA Cup. So that's the semi finals, semi semi finals of the FA Cup this weekend. Right. They've still got the three games left. Um, and 
Yeah, they 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 got so lucky with Leicester and Man, and Man United not winning, right. so they were able to hang on to that third place. So that was that was huge for for all Chelsea fans, including myself. Well, their last two games are Liverpool and the Wolves. Yeah. So those are not easy games. And when you're fighting right now, they are one point up on Leicester City and right. uh, Man U. Um, and and if you look at their goal differential, if it comes down to goal differential, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, no question. They've only got 14 goals for, exactly. I know before we post this, they hopefully should have beaten Norwich City by this point. So That's that true. Them a a three-point cushion. Yeah. So they'll be four points ahead of Leicester and Manchester United puts a little bit of pressure on them. Um, and then when it gets to them, they, they're going to end up playing each other. So that that's going to be interesting. Yeah, that is. And uh, Leicester City is the team that uh, is probably the most scared of dropping out at the top four because they are struggling mightily right now. Right, that was a massive, as as the kids call it, it was a massive fail the other day. It was. Um, epic. It was an epic fail. An epic fail <laughs> because I was – I was sitting there watching the game. I was obviously, you know, going for Bournemouth. I'm like, how are they going to win this game? They're down one nothing. Yeah. Second half, didn't look, and nobody would have ever thought. I mean, even the commentators said you could have won a lot of money if you would have predicted this score. Bournemouth coming back to win four one, four one in the second half, scoring four goals. Leicester just self-capitulated it was just an absolute disaster for them uh, fell apart. a red card yeah a red card gave away a really bad penalty hit kick and then dominic Solanke, who had not scored any goals for bournemouth <laughs> decides to score two <laughs> and he's a good strike i really like him I, he's, he, he was one of england's young guns when they won the, the i think it was the under 20 world cup yeah and uh but yeah just Leicester, my goodness, that's gonna. It might take them a little while to get over this, so this could be the could be the end for them. Well, and they have a very tough schedule left. Their games remaining yeah. are against Sheffield, who just beat Chelsea, yeah. Tottenham, who is the most boring team in the world. <laughs> uh, but they don't lose big. You know what I mean? They need to. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a close game for sure. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the last game of the season. Um, is the is against Man United, and that's the team yeah. that they're basically tied with. I think they're three goals ahead of Man United in the standings right, right now, as we speak on that, on Monday yeah, or Tuesday. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So that could it could boil down to it. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I can't see them winning a game. They could they could go winless the next three games. They could. All right. So in fact, you're kind of hoping for that, aren't you? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my friend Arlo White, who's a big, uh, yeah, a big Leicester City fan. I know he he was frustrated. I saw some of his tweets. He was uh, a little upset about that. Uh, I that did. Result. I saw that too. He he tweeted something like the most unprofessional ten minutes I've ever seen in my life, or something like that. Yeah, uh, exactly. Now, Man United, on the other hand, is starting to look like a powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. they uh, they play really well now. Uh, they had a chance to uh, move into third place this week, uh, and then they the Southampton came and Southampton all of a sudden playing fantastic, scores a last second goal and, and gets a draw. Um, but you know you could man Man United was the team was the better team that day, without no question. question. Yeah, I mean the players they've got coming through now. I think. 
the the, the resurgence of, of of Rashford yep. um, and Pogba and Bruno Fernandez. We talked about him. He's been an absolute sensation in terms of changing the team, in terms of the mentality. And then a young Mason Greenwood who's just How been firing goals. Yeah, firing goals in. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he'd be he'd be playing for the England team here pretty soon because he's just proving that he can score goals left, right, and centre. So. Yeah, they look good, and to be fair, probably a little bit unlucky to concede that goal. Um, you know, I was I was happy for it, no question. I wasn't expecting it right. uh, when they scored that ninety-six minute goal. But hey, you know these things happen. I think it's a little <laughs> bit of a a blip on Man United. I just think they've just got too much. They've just got too many quality players, and and the way they're playing, their confidence is pretty high right now. You know who's looking great is Martial. Yeah, he yeah. he he is hitting some incredible goals lately, and like you mentioned, Greenwood, I'd put him on that on the English national team right now for sure. Yeah, I mean, then again, you look at the English national team. There's a lot of good strikers. You know, there's a lot of players. Yeah, you know who spot. I wouldn't put on there right now is Harry Kane. Right, that's a good point. He very has not point. been looking very good at all. Yeah, yeah, it's like, struggling for sure. They were the, England finally found someone that can stop Harry Kane, and his name is Jose Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk about Wolverhampton because they're not out of it. Nope. They are uh, just for – oh, before we finish up Master, uh, Man United, their remaining mm-hmm. games, uh, they still have a game against Leicester in the final game of the season. We talked about that. Yep. That game mm-hmm. could really be for the Champions League spot. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and they also play West Ham and Crystal Palace, so that's uh, right. All right, Wolverhampton uh, has is four points back of fourth place. Um, they'll need some luck. They'll need some help. Um, mm-hmm. And the problem is they can only gain directly against competition in one remaining game, um, mm-hmm. and that is their game against Chelsea, which is the right. final game of the season. And that could yeah. also be for all. And those two games are happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's really kind of a cool part of uh, the English Premier League. So they'll play those last set of games that on the Sunday, so a week from Sunday, mm-hmm. um, all the same kick time kickoff. So um, I'm sure NBC will be setting everything up so you can watch all the games simultaneously. Goals are going in. So, yeah, it, it's always a lot of fun, a lot of drama. Yes, uh, so I, I can't wait for that. And and let's not forget about Sheffield, which uh, you know re-emerged this week after uh, some lackluster games by a very yeah. strong effort against Chelsea. They need some yeah. luck too. Um, and we're talking about seven teams vying for six Europe spots, right? The four Champions mm-hmm. League spots and the two Europa League spots. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And Sheffield yeah. could be the team that is. Uh, on the outside looking in. But they've got a chance to do it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been playing well, so they could sneak ahead. There's no question. They could sneak ahead of Wolves for sure and a couple of wins. And certainly if Leicester dropped down. Well, and they're playing Leicester too. So if they beat Leicester, uh, Leicester, Everton, and Southampton are their final three games. Yeah, I I totally agree. I I mean, if, if there's a team in that top seven that probably has... The ability to drop out right now, it might be Leicester just because of how they're playing. Yeah. I think everybody else, although, you know, again, I'm biased, but Chelsea after the last performance obviously was a bit of a struggle. So they've got some work to do, but they've been very lucky. And, you know, we talked about this during the year. 
They've been hanging on to this top four spot. Right. I don't know how, but they seem to continue to hang on. So hopefully they can continue to do that. Luckily, they've got Norwich City, so they can get a result against them and give them a little bit of leverage. But Sheffield United, um, really playing well. Great result against uh, Chelsea. And uh, like you said, they, they, their next game can really determine if they're able to jump up. And it may, you know, unfortunately for Leicester, might push them down into those uh, spec places outside of Europe, European football. My favorite thing now is uh, watching Frank Lampard interviews after losses. Mm. It's, my, it's my new favorite thing. <laughs> <because> <laughs> <laughs> he wants to jump through the camera. <laughs> He's so upset. Uh, he'll yeah. look at it, and, and he never makes excuses, which is one of the things right. I like about him. He's like, no, yeah. they were better than us. We stunk. You know, It yeah. was our fault. And and you know those players, when when you hear that coming from your coach, you know you got to live up to that, right? Well, and I think obviously the players have to respect him. Obviously, he's done it as a player. There's no question, right? You know, he, he may not have done it as a manager yet, but he's working his way towards that. But as a player, he's certainly got the respect of them. Um, he's been there, done that, won a Champions League, all those things. Um, so. Yeah, you've got to respect the guy, and he's willing to make changes. If somebody's not getting the job done, he'll pull them out. Yeah, um, you know, there's there's different players within the team that are, have been struggling, so he'll quickly switch them around. And uh, a lot of respect for that. So uh, we'll see how it see how it ends up. These next these next three games in the space of ten days is going to be very very exciting. I agree. All righty, so uh, we have lots more to talk about. In fact, uh, we've got some soccer back in this country uh mm-hmm. professional soccer is back in a very unusual way um and we'll talk about that we've also got uh, adam's favorite uh, section the uh guess the premier league star is coming and we'll get adam's tv tip so uh stay with us we'll be right back this is minutia men with rick and dave minutia men on the radio misfits do, 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 do. Today on this week's Minutia Men, we're talking about Nazi stuff. Oh, and then we're talking, we're talking about a cub, because we do that. Oh, we have an interview with a guy. Or a girl. We don't even know. It's Mark Cuban. We're interviewing celebrities. Ooh, it was Minutia Men celebrity interview. Ooh, we- clearly we're all in a great place for this. We're, just, <laughs> we're spending like a full minute ripping on Minutia Men. The only reason we even exist, the only reason this whole goddamn network exists, I swear. The best thing this show has going for it right now is that it's on the same network as Minutia Men. And friends. An Opai show on the Radio Misfits podcast network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. And you sound full of energy for some reason, Howard. What's going on? That's because we've got sportscaster Vince Cellini. Golf Channel, CNN veteran. He's seen, he's done it all, and we're going to have a great talk about whether sports is going to come back or not. And great advice for getting me through the COVID and staying in shape. Vince Cellini, next on Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we are back. All right. We don't often talk about uh, American uh, professional soccer, but we're going to do it now. In this country, we call it soccer, partner. Because it is kind of an exciting tournament that is happening right now. 
Uh, yeah. It's called the MLS is Back Tournament. It's a, a one-off tournament for a Major League Soccer. And it's happening in um, Orlando, Florida, which may not be the best choice uh, <laughs> with <laughs> what is happening in terms of COVID. In fact, two teams have dropped out. Yeah, that's right. FC Dallas and Nashville SC have both uh, uh, dropped out. But this tournament's going to be uh, going on until August 11th, and then the uh, the champion of that tournament, if I if I understand this correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the champion of that tournament then qualifies for the Confacat uh, Champions League. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I do believe the first couple of games or the the, the interleague games kind of still count for those the regular standings, and then after that, it kind of changes. But um, so they're, they're, they're definitely playing for something, which I think is important. And all the teams that are left are in, are in this tournament, right? So like even a Chicago fire team can qualify if, you know, and in fact, they had a big win today. Yeah. We just got off. Yeah. Just was watching the game this morning. Uh, this was, uh, on Tuesday, a massive win beat the reigning champions. So, uh, really excited for the Chicago fire FC, their new title. Um, so yeah, that was a really good win for them. I think they were doing a fair bit of defending, but their structure was really good. Defensively, it was solid, and uh, excited to see a couple of good goals. And uh, a young homegrown player, actually, Pineda, scored the winning goal for them. So that's uh, that's exciting for them. He'd been playing at North Carolina for the last four years, come back and uh, scored the winning goal off a corner kick. Restarts, win games. That's right. Rick, restarts, restarts, restarts. Exactly. Uh, that's right. All right. Well, that's great. Uh, you have anything else to add about uh, about this tournament? Do you have any? Uh, who are the favorites? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say because the, I mean, we talked a little bit about this before we got on. It's just the, the temperatures. It's just it's oh. just crazy how hot it is. Um, and obviously, you know, if you probably if they were to do it again, probably Florida, especially with the uptick <laughs> in terms of. The, the coronavirus and everything else going on, maybe some things might have changed. But the well, actual I mean, setup... It, it's Florida in July in the yeah. middle of a pandemic in which 15,000 new cases are happening every day in that state. Right. And the entire league one. is there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they're in a bubble, basically, and that's what they're calling it. They're calling it the bubble. And now... They're basically the guinea pigs in terms of uh, American sports, in terms of restarting. Right. Because uh, nobody else has really started. Obviously, in the NWSL, which is out in Utah, the Women's Professional League have started as well, doing kind of a similar type of a tournament, but not having quite as many problems just because of where they're at. Um, right. And then you've got the NBA starting up. And, and that's ba- going to be down Baseball in starts next week. And baseball starts next week. So yeah. it's crazy. But, you know, the temperatures have been probably the biggest thing. It's been interesting for me watching the games. You know, they play at 9 a.m. Central Time. Right. It's like eight, still 88, 89 degrees. And, and that's why they, they do that, right? I mean, they play yeah. – if people – I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's like, why are they playing at like 9 in the morning or 10 in the morning? Well, it's because it's a million degrees in Florida. <laughs> exactly. And then the second games are at 10.30 at night. You know, nine thirty right. our time kickoff. So, just trying to get these in um, because of the heat. So, and they've also, which I think, and this is the tough thing about it. And I noticed this season, even with the Premier League, is these water breaks. Now, in England, there's no need for a water break. <laughs> those, Stupid. those are a joke. 
It's just ridiculous. It's not hot. Open your mouth and let the rain come in. Exactly. (laughs) There's your water break. That's a good point. I like that. But, you know, the the coaches, and I was talking with a a friend of ours who we went on a show stream, say, they're all wearing big jackets. And you're absolutely right. You know, Frank Lampard, I haven't seen him in a shirt yet. He's got his big jacket on the whole time. Yeah, it's it's cold. It's It's like 60 degrees. It's cool, exactly. <laughs> Whereas, you know, in um, in Florida, obviously it's the total opposite. It's like 100,000 degrees, but they're changing. They, they actually have water breaks every 15 minutes. They should be able to change un- their uniforms. That's how bad it is down there. Yes, totally agree. But then with the changes, with the times, and, and obviously with that, but one thing I've noticed within the games is that there's always something happens right after a water break, a goal, yeah. a significant incident, all of these things. It's like a timeout for the for right. the managers. Yeah, and, the and they're coaching. You can see them coaching while they're having their water. They all gather the team, and they're, they're putting plays together. Yeah, so for me, that's the biggest concern because it's not, it's not the game. Right. You know, we've, we've, we've moved it. You know, not no offense, but it's now turned into an American game. We, yeah. we, we're now allowing a timeout. And so I think that's been the, the toughest thing to, to deal with because uh, they could be able to create plays and what have you. So it is what it is. But, uh, you know, just off to a, a, a decent start in terms of the games, it's starting to get better. You know, I think this game this morning was better. Um, so we'll see how it goes. All right. If you really want to Americanize it, you do seven game series and you do <laughs> <laughs> in the yeah. playoffs and you do a playoffs. Well, mm-hmm. Take it under advisement. We'll see if we can get that happening. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's time for your favorite part of the uh, of the show, Adam. This is uh, – I'm looking for the uh, – here it is. Okay. There's the time looking now for the to guess the Premier League star. All right. So uh, this week I've chosen a, uh, a very well-established star. So this should be a piece of cake. Yeah, this is, these are the ones I have problems with. <laughs> exactly. All right, 31 years old. So someone who has been around, all right? Okay. And he's a winger. So he's a prominent player, right? You've seen him. You see him all the time. He plays for one of the teams that we've been talking about today. So for one of those top seven teams on the okay. uh, table, all right? <laughs> Uh, before arriving at his current team, he played for Shakhtar in the Ukraine and won five UK, Ukraine Premier League titles and the UEFA Cup. I got it. I could I could have even guessed it before you even gave my, given me that clue. You're kidding. It is. No, it's it's got it done. He's Chelsea's third captain, Willian. Wow. Got it. Okay. Okay. No all right, you uh, you trash talkers out there. I think uh, <laughs> I think he, he's finally got you. That is correct. Uh, the other uh, tips that I had for you that he's he, by the way he's played two hundred and thirty two games for Chelsea, and he's won two Premier League titles: an FA Cup, a Carabao Cup, a UEFA Cup. Plays for the Brazilian national team. He wears yeah. number ten, um, yeah. and he scored thirty seven goals for Chelsea and. Do you think he's coming back? I tell you, I was reading a little bit about him today. Um, I guess he just turned down a massive lucrative deal to play here in the MLS with Inter Miami. So David Beckham was trying to grab him, um, but uh, turned that down. I know he's getting some offers in Italy as well, but I think Frank wants to keep him. 
and they're talking about a three-year deal uh, to potentially keep him, which would be great. I'm happy. I'd be happy. I think he's done really well this year. He's such a good player. Great on penalty kicks. Love you don't, you don't think uh, a three-year deal for a 31-year-old is a little risky? No, I think, I mean, just because of his service, um, what he's done over the over the time he's played at Chelsea, I think, you know, by 34, he's probably going to be on his last legs. But from an experience standpoint, helping out those younger players. Yeah, that's true. You know, I think I think he'd be, I mean, it's gonna, it'd be great for Pulisic and, and Hudson-Odoi and all those young players. And obviously, uh, the new players coming in to be around a, a proven winner. So I think... Um, just to have him around, I think, would definitely be it. So, and he may end up being more of a, a, a bigger role in terms of a captain, depending on what happens to, to Cesar Aspilicueta and Jorginho, yeah. uh, too. So, because those are the other captains. So, so he we'll really see. is beloved at Chelsea, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he, and he's created, and he, the nice thing with, with William is that, um, uh, he doesn't come out and really. He's he's not over eccentric in terms of the things he does. He's a pretty right. quiet guy. He's not a prima donna. Exactly, keeps himself to himself, but just just the model professional, you know, in so many ways. Yeah, I agree. All right, it's time for uh, let's find out what's happening on the television. Here we go. Yeah. Now time for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. tip. I believe you have a weekend TV tip for us. Yeah, there's lots of games. Obviously, it's going to be fast and, and thick in terms of all the matches. But, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the top four. But then I think going back down to, you know, this weekend, going back down to the bottom of the league, I think there's going to be a really key game on Friday. And that's going to be West Ham playing Watford. So that's going to be a massive, massive game because I think one of those two teams may get dragged back into that bottom four, yeah. bottom three picture, um, especially because, you know, we, we saw Bournemouth win. Right. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, we, they got that massive win, obviously. And, and Villa well. won too. And Villa won as well. Yeah. So that kind of brought them back and then everybody else above them, you know, obviously either struggled to win or tie or whatever. So, for one of these two teams, they could get dragged back back down into it, especially if uh, Bournemouth and Villa get another win, they'll be tied with them. So they're only three points away from these two teams. So West Ham and Watford, big game on Friday, 2 o'clock kickoff, live and, on and, N- and the winner NBC. is probably safe. I agree, yeah. Winner gets free, loser could be right down there struggling right yeah. till wow, the that, end. Wow, that's true. There's a lot riding on that game. That's, yeah, that's really fun. All right, all right. What time is that one? That's a Friday, 2 o'clock kickoff. All right. I'll have to be checking that out. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Any other uh, any other games that we should check out? Or is that... Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're yeah, all, they're all good. Mean, yeah, there's always <laughs> the big good. ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you've got the semifinals of the FA Cup as well. So um, Oh, this Saturday is another FA Cup weekend. Yeah. So you've got Arsenal Man City on Saturday. And then just a little game, Man United Chelsea on Sunday. So wow. you've got all those games. So those are those are basically again two o'clock kickoffs. I think uh, Arsenal Man City's one forty-five. You have to go to ESPN Plus to catch those. Um, so they're not live on NBC or anything. But uh, again, semi-finals at Wembley be kind of nice to watch. So I'm looking forward. Obviously, I'll be watching the Man United Chelsea game on Sunday. Hopefully, uh, get Chelsea back to another final, just like they usually get to. 
Well, that's a that's a, a great game. Wow, Man City. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, Man United against Chelsea on Sunday for the FA Cup yeah. semifinals. All right. Yeah. I, th- that one. might be worth getting ESPN Plus for that. Definitely. How much is that? That's <laughs> uh, about six bucks a month, I think. Yeah, so and and you can catch all the other games. That, you know, and you know, this is another thing we'll probably have to talk about too. Maybe next week is. Uh, the championship, you know, the teams that are potentially going up. So there's uh, lots of things happening there. So I know Leeds are only four points away from clinching a spot in the in That's the premiership true. next yeah. year. So you can catch all those games on ESPN Plus as well. Yeah, let's cover that next week. We'll cover that. We'll also cover uh, what's going to be coming up on the Champions League as well. Okay. All right. Uh, be sure you uh, tell a friend about uh, your f- your favorite little soccer podcast here, Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, uh, and tell them to uh, listen to us on Spotify. You can go to com or wherever you find podcasts. Search for Radio Misfits. Subscribe to the show. It shows up right on your phone. You don't have to do anything at all. It's just there. Here we are. Hello. Uh, <laughs> that's the way I recommend you do it. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of OPI Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's a look at cars and trucks that hold their value, plus more stats on AMG's magical 2-liter turbo. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me as I drive solo for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Lasano and friends. In science, the moon affects tides and the ladies' periods. Oh, so Jesus why, Christ. Why? The ladies' periods? Hey, oh, that's terrifying. The, lady, the ladies' cycles, okay. if you know what I mean. We're <laughs> talking about the differences of cycles and personalities, and you think that a personality could be affected by a Uranus. high tide? Oh, Uranus. Yes. Do you know what causes the high tide with the, the moon there, guy? Okay. The gravity? Yes, gravity. So you're I'm saying I'm not sure that, that gravity has any, any effect on hormones necessarily within a human mm. being, but, you know, your mileage may vary, I guess. Why don't you start telling me when my cycle is, mister? <laughs> <laughs> when the moon is at its highest? It's a, uh, it was a full moon this weekend, so I expect that... Uh, oh, it is. A lot of yeah, all of the women menstruate at the same time, right? Because <laughs> of the moon, right? Yeah. I mean, that's clearly... It's like it. that scene in The Shining when the elevator door opens. <laughs> all over the world. Oh, oh God. You are listening to this right now. Be sure to tell a friend about our friends. Listen, subscribe, rate Lasano and friends on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Just search for Radio Misfits. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Wait a second, that guy got a loan? Water pistol baptism. Balds in the news. My brush with a comedy legend. And a segment from our interview with legendary broadcaster Bill Curtis. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. RadioMisfits.com.